0: Think about the concept of rare. It's often synonymous with unique, valuable, precious. But what about in the context of disease? Rare diseases are defined as having an extremely low prevalence, yet an estimated 30 million Americans have one. That's one in 10 people. Listen as we uncover some of the inspiring stories of lives touched by rare disease and see how, in the end, We all have rare in common. I'm your host, Andra Stratton, and I have a rare disease. Since my diagnosis with partial lipodystrophy at age 37, I've become a voice for my community, first through the creation of the Patient Foundation Lipodystrophy United, and now through public outreach and national awareness campaigns. Today, we are speaking with Olivia, a brave young woman who shares her story of growing up with her brother, Jameson, who has Sturge Weber. Join us as we discuss the power of siblinghood in the face of a rare disease. So, Olivia, thanks so much for coming in today. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate you racing after school to come here. I know at the end of the year, you probably have a very busy schedule.
1: Yeah, a lot of homework.
0: (laughs) Do you? Extra Mm -hmm. homework at the end. How old are you?
1: I'm 13.
0: And we're you're you're in what what grade are you in eighth grade eighth grade, so you'll go off to high school next year, yeah, that's really exciting. and what do you like to do for fun?
1: I play soccer I enjoy oh, that that's
0: really fun. Both of my kids played soccer. one still plays a little bit. one was a goalie. yeah
1: my brother's a goalie
0: is he mm-hmm. Jameson. how yeah. old how old is Jamison he's eleven. That's great. Do you guys get to play soccer together sometimes?
1: Uh, we practice together at home sometimes. Do you? But um, we see each other at like club practices, too.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Can you tell us about your brother, Jameson?
1: Um, my brother is a very, very nice person. He is very loving to his family and friends. Like He says, I love you all the time, and he always wants to give you hugs, which is really nice. And he's very smart. Um he in- doesn't enjoy doing his homework, but he does get it right most of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that sounds like a little brother. Yeah.
1: That sounds like
0: a typical little brother. So Jameson has a rare disease called Sturge-Weber, right? Yeah. Sturge-Weber. I'm saying that incorrectly. Sturge-Weber. <laughs> um, how did you find out that Jameson had Sturge-Weber?
1: Um, I don't remember how I found out. I just knew from a very young age he did have it. But recently, as I got older, like I figured out more of not the symptoms but like seizures and like some of the other things Jameson could have had resulting to the disease, but didn't
0: oh, that's that's wonderful, yeah, that so that's he didn't... like the
1: most rare part of his like he most people when they have surgery have port wine birthmarks um on their face mm-hmm. or on their bodies, but most of their face, and James doesn't have that, so that's why his is so rare on top of it being a rare disease.
0: Because he didn't have that mark, it took yeah, a little while for them to diagnose him. Yeah, right? and
1: he doesn't have glaucoma in his eyes either. Oh, so that's, that's great. Yes, yeah, so that's a different. So he of can too. see
0: you and see you to kick the soccer ball at you really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's always excellent news. I think that sometimes when when you're talking about a rare disease, it's nice to be able to focus on it. Could have, you know, could have been a little bit. Worse in that way, but it's it's not that way for Jameson. Yeah. So, so that is great news. <clears throat> so I know that Jameson—is Jameson your only brother? Yes. Do you have a sister? No, just Jameson. So your life is you have a sibling with a rare disease. And, I mean, I imagine you might not really know what it's like to have a sibling without a rare disease, but, I mean, how do you think—what do you think it's like to have a sibling with a rare disease?
1: With it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah. I think it's challenging in some ways, but, like, you experience different things with it. Like, for challenges, I would say, like, the everyday precautions you kind of build into your life, but you never really knew about it. And—
0: um, What kind of precautions?
1: So if Jameson gets—he has seizures part of his um, surge rubber, but he hasn't had them recently. He hasn't had them in a very long time, but like we always try to make sure not so he doesn't like hit his head too hard or else that could be like a step closer to having one or like having one right there. So like that we try like not to like we don't roughhouse generally, but like if we did, we wouldn't want to have that because you don't want to hit his head too hard. Or, so you
0: really, when your mom says you are not allowed to beat up your brother, yeah. <laughs> they mean it. Your yeah. mom and dad, you are not but allowed to beat we would
1: generally up. do it. It was just like if we did do it, that's like something we wouldn't really do. Or when you play soccer and goalie, we, we kind of like twinge if something really close to his head or like he has to die for the ball. Yeah. So you, don't, you just want to be careful with that.
0: Do you feel nervous when he has a seizure?
1: Um, I have. He hasn't had one in a long time and I haven't experienced Seeing him have one, but if I always kind of get nervous, like if goalie hits his head in the post or something really hard, that that could be like
0: just a little yeah. extra, just yeah. a little extra pang of yeah. how's he gonna feel. But I
1: feel like he knows like what he needs to do or what would happen or to avoid it, so I feel like he knows like what he needs to do.
0: What well, sounds like you all talk about it as a family, like what needs to happen to try and prevent. Yeah,
1: we haven't talked about it in a long time, but sometimes like if I think about it for like a longer time and I ask my mom questions about it, but we don't really like to talk about it around him because I feel like he'll get sensitive about it.
0: Are there other um, issues that Jameson has that feel different because he has a rare disease?
1: I wouldn't say other issues. He did have um, bad OCD. And I feel like part of, like, it wasn't about, like, his, um, it wasn't about his Rubber, but I feel like after he had that really bad condition, I feel like he felt more sad that he had surge Rubber and now he had something else impacting his life. And I feel like I remember some, like, a few times he felt, like, bad.
0: You could say, like, yeah. kind of like this extra burden yeah. that he might have been feeling, or thinking
1: about, it that added to his life. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Are, have you uh, found ways to support him, or do you think you you reach <clears throat> out to him in a different way or comfort him, maybe?
1: Um, we try not to talk about it, really. Right. If we see him doing like his triggers for his OCD or him being really nervous about. It happening again or just remember like thinking about it or talking about it we try not to bring it up in any situation really unless we have to or when he does feel that way we always try to make him laugh again or try to distract yeah. him from thinking about that so we never really talk about it so like that, that doesn't i mean that helps him from not right feeling so sad about it or thinking about it really a lot
0: do you think that helps you too or
1: um maybe a little bit but like i do think about it every day you do? Yeah.
0: What are your concerns for him when you're thinking about it?
1: I concern that he will have a seizure one day, and it's always a possibility. But I know we do have like the steps for it, like his special medicine and stuff, or not trying to hit his head a lot. But it could just happen even if he didn't hit his head. Right. So that's always a kind of concern, like, oh, what would happen at school or soccer or something. But it hasn't happened. So I feel like that's better than experiencing one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. Mean, uh and and again, it sounds like you all have you, you have a plan in action or you know the steps to take if if that were to happen. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned for yourself and 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 how you might react?
1: I do think about that sometimes, too. Yeah. But I think whether all my family's been through, I think that we all know what to do or how to, like, prepare ourselves or, like, make ourselves feel more comfortable with the situation if it did happen. Right. That we would be fine with it Good. and, like, be able to handle it properly. So
0: I'm pretty certain that you would be able <laughs> yeah. to handle it properly. You're already um, coming across as a very intelligent, <laughs> impressive, well-put-together you. uh, young lady. So I, I feel pretty confident you'd be able to handle it. Do you have any hopes for your brother and his future with Sturge Weber.
1: Yeah, I hope he'll get cured from it. But I also hope <clears throat> excuse me that I know he knows a lot about it, but maybe there's some stuff that my whole family or I or James doesn't even know that can make him feel more comfortable about it, but knowing more information about what he has to maybe explain it better or understand it better and know the risks of it
0: do you think he feels about I mean you just said that you think about it every day. Do you think he thinks about it?
1: Um I don't think he thinks about it every day, but I think he thinks about it a good amount of time. Yeah. You can't really tell with him, but I think he does.
0: Olivia, when you talk with your friends about Jameson and Sturge Weber, how do you explain it?
1: I've only explained to like my close friends, but we don't really talk about it. I say, like, don't try to hit his head or don't try to roughhouse him too much because he can hit his head and there's a possibility he can get a seizure from a disease he has called stirred rubber. And if they do ask about it, it's usually just, like, it has something to do with the brain and between how it's... can't really explain it. Like, how it wired in the brain, so you say, and how he was born with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not contagious. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Do people ever ask? Sometimes, yeah. But I just say it's not contagious. Um, and just say be careful about it. But it's not a high risk or anything.
0: In playing around with your friends and your brother and his friends, has there ever been a, a time where you got really mad at somebody because they were too rough with him?
1: Yes, I remember... My family friends have a trampoline and we were on it and they were like getting really rough about it and like hitting each other and I would and I asked them to stop doing that just in case you do hit him or hit him out of the trampoline if the thing rips or whatever. Um and I did have to explain it like a few times, like sternly and but they finally understood. But they knew about it, but they yeah. just didn't like to listen.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they forget probably, yeah, right? Sometime.
1: Yeah, because it's not like on their high priority or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that would be challenging because kids can kind of just play and play and get rougher and rougher and not really think about it. No. Yeah, I mean, it It, it sounds like while it's, it's a uh, concern and something that's very important, it also sounds like... You and your family have done a really nice job of, of just living your lives and being active. And yeah, you try to. <sighs> do you think? I mean, a few minutes ago I asked you. We talked about you have only had a, a brother with a rare disease. I mean, you think about things. You're very compassionate with him. Maybe then you, in another way, that you wouldn't be. Have you had other lessons learned from? Having a sibling with a rare disease, like, do you think it's taught you anything?
1: Yeah, I think it's taught us how to, like, appreciate things more. Yeah. Because, like, when you think about if he didn't have it, I think it would be, like, way different to our family. Yeah. And it would just feel, um, not uncomfortable, but, like, you're not used to it. So I feel like him having it makes everybody closer in a way, which kind of sounds bad, but...
0: (laughs) No, I think that's a a really good way in my family. uh, It's something that we talk about. You know, I told you I have a rare disease and my daughters don't, but we talk about it and I let them ask me questions about it. And I think that we really appreciate um, health and and taking care of ourselves maybe in a way that others don't. I'm not sure because it's just the world that we know.
1: So we live in exactly. other people don't understand sometimes.
0: Exactly, yeah. one of your friends came to you and said, "My sibling um, has a rare disease. Would you would you offer them any specific advice?"
1: I'd say just learn stuff before you like learn the information about it, or like ask your family questions before you jump ahead in your mind and get all worried and stuff, because. It happened to me bef- like when I was getting older and my parents didn't tell me like the full effect of what could happen and I started to ask questions and I felt more reassured about it.
0: So information. Yeah,
1: knowing information and um just knowing what could happen or to be aware of some things so you feel more comfortable with it.
0: Yeah. I love that. I always say knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. And I think that things become less scary. I mean, you may read some things that sound scary, but knowing, to me, and it sounds like you and and I agree on this, that knowing is is better than not knowing, right? That's great advice. I, I know that you're very supportive in the home, of your brother, do you do you do anything to raise awareness or any support activities that you want to talk about?
1: Um, my family runs a Falmouth Road Race for Jameson, and um, our other friend that has it, but we do it for Jameson, and our like family friends and our neighbors run for him. That raises like awareness, to, like the town and stuff, because my mom puts in a newspaper to like raise money for the cause.
0: And how long have you been doing that?
1: I've only ran for two years, um, but my mom and dad have been running for a long time.
0: How long is the race?
1: 7.2 miles.
0: That's, <laughs> and you've done that the last two years? Yeah. That's impressive.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Do you run the whole way or do you walk a little bit?
1: I walk a little bit. Yeah, that's cause a long really time. Because in August, we wear like, the shirts that say like Stradiova Foundation on them. And we do stop and we like wave and give high fives and stuff. And you get like, you hear your names being called and you hear a lot of cheerings. So it's really nice. Yeah. Have, like near halfway. You right. People, especially it was like really hot and you're like.
0: Oh, you're, so you hold it in August? Yeah. So what's coming up? Yeah. Are you going to run again?
1: Yeah. Jameson's going to run for the first time this year, too. Oh,
0: that's exciting. Do you have a plan? Are you going to like leave him in the dust? Or no.
1: Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I think I was going to run with him, my mom.
0: That's really great. Do you feel how do you feel about being able to do that?
1: It feels empowering a little bit because you're just running a little bit for somebody that like has it with their whole life. So it feels like you're helping them in a way by raising a lot of money for them and that they can hopefully get more research about it and cure it one day.
0: Yeah, that's that's really an impactful um, way to tangibly support your brother. I think that's really cool. Is Jameson nervous about running?
1: I don't think so. I think he's excited to do it.
0: Yeah. Here's a tougher question. Um, are there times where you feel like uh you're not you don't get quite the attention that you, you want because you're worried about um Jameson or, or or do you feel like frustrated ever?
1: Yeah, when I was younger I felt more frustrated about it. Um, not just like the attention of it, but like not really knowing what's going on sometimes, or like understanding like a doctor's appointments or something, because I just want to know what was going on. And I didn't really understand it. It was like the only person I understand it was really my mom, and my dad.
0: Right. And it is hard. There's a lot of complicated medical information when you're younger.
1: Yeah. And I wouldn't, I would go to them because I couldn't stay home alone. But like, if my mom gives me the choice to go to some of his appointments now, I still choose to go. You but do I, now. Yeah, you choose to most of the time. I do. Sometimes I don't. But I like to know what's going on.
0: I bet that makes your brother feel really special and supported. Hopefully. Yeah, and it helps you too, though, right? Mm-hmm. That's I great. More. That's really great. Being a sibling sometimes is hard enough, and yeah. then <laughs> and then you add this on top of it. Um but it does sound like you're very close. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> do you feel like Jameson is able to support you and and in your soccer, you both have soccer in common or
1: Yeah, we do talk about it and we do talk about like what we could have done better sometimes. Like getting the ball faster or something. But like we always like laugh in, with each other and we do play video games, we play vo- board games together.
0: Are you training for the run together?
1: No, <laughs> I don't train for it because I go to summer camp <laughs> and that's Jameson t- does too, but I don't know if he'll train or not, if my mom will make him. Yeah. But I go for, I'm going for a month this year, so I don't really have,
0: um, i to train that's, for That's, no, a month of summer camp? Yeah. <laughs> is it hard to be away from the family?
1: It is. And I do worry about my brother at that time too, but... I think it's nice for Jameson to have his own space sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Away from everybody.
0: Yeah, that's true. And probably for you too, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there anything else that you want people to know about Sturge Weber?
1: Um, maybe that it is a rare disease, but if you m- know more about what people might have before you judge, like by looking at the stain, the birthmark port wine stain right before you judge about it because they it has more diseases or you do have that but before you judge about it maybe just like think to yourself or whatever or ask questions to your parents but like don't talk about it with other people like they, they have a weird mark on their face
0: yeah ask questions yeah. i mean it seems like we talked a lot about that today for you Yeah. <laughs> that in learning about things is helpful to you and you would also recommend that people ask questions but maybe ask them at the right time the appropriate time yeah yeah that's true i mean jameson maybe at some point he'll want to talk about it but right now he doesn't and it sounds like you really respect that
1: yeah we try to when he does ask questions we do answer them as best we can
0: uh do you think that You would end up in the medical field just with all of your experience and understanding disease?
1: I actually did talk to my dad about going to the eye field
0: for Mm -hmm.
1: eyes because that Jameson does go to the eye doctor for the could possibilities of it. The glaucoma did come, but probably won't. And I talked to my dad about that because I do choose to go to the eye appointments, I find those the most fascinating. And you do? I, yeah, because they have cool machines where they like test his eye. When they dilate his eye, they use a cool machine. So I thought that would be cool to like do for a living.
0: That would be a great, would be a great uh, occupation for you. Definitely keep that in mind for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you'll get through high school first, but you're not that far away. It happens pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Olivia. I think that, um, you coming into a room and talking about yourself and talking about your brother at 13 is um, is challenging. And it sounds like you've you've been, I know you've been very brave today. And uh, it sounds like you've been really brave over the last few years growing up with a brother with a rare disease. And I imagine that Jameson has uh, a lot of really excellent things ahead of him. Uh, in part in part due to his family and because he's got a big sister looking out for him.
1: Yeah, I think he'll have a good future.
0: Yep, I'm sure he will. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you will too.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rare in Common podcast. If you enjoyed the program, you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Rare in Common. Click. Listen. Feel.